0: welcome to the podcast of god's servant eric otibuaten pastor eric otibuaten is a passionate preacher teacher an author and a revivalist who is having an unyielding foundation in prayer and intercession he pastors the icgc holy hill chapel is a theologian and a bible school lecturer His passion to liberate people from demonic impoverishment has made him champion radio broadcasts dubbed Hour of Liberation to help raise more kingdom workmen for Jesus Christ. Now, listen to God's servant, Eric Utibuati. So, once again, we are welcome to the International Central Gospel Church,
1: ICGC Holy Hill, where Jesus Christ reigns to pray. So our our second our reading, we are looking at Romans 3 23. He said, For all have sinned. Can we read it together? I want to go. For all have sinned. How many? How many of us have sinned? How many of us? How many of us? Okay, let's read it again. For all have sinned and have fall short of the glory of God. For the last time. For all have sinned and have fall short of the glory. God, Father, add blessings to the reading of your word. Amen. Amen. You can take your seat in the presence of God. I want to share with you God's word. When revival hits a place, say, when revival hits a place, when say, when revival hits a place. I want to fill you this morning. Say, when revival hits a place. When revival. All right. So we we read a scripture in Romans 3 verse 23 and the Bible is saying that For all have sinned. How many people have sinned? How many people have sinned? So the Indians have sinned. The Europeans have sinned. The Americans have sinned. The Caribbeans have sinned. The Africans have sinned. The Jews have sinned. The Gentiles have sinned. All manner of people. Every race on this earth. The Bible says that. And for all have sinned. And we have fall short to the glory of God. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? For all have sinned. How many people have sinned? Say all. Say all. All have sinned. And we have fallen short to the glory of God. All have sinned. When Jesus was sitting in the theater of heaven and he looked at the people on earth, according to Isaiah, Isaiah said, and God said, Who shall I say? And who will go for me? Why? means who shall I send? God was in heaven and was looking for somebody to send. Why? Because all human beings on earth were sinners and God wanted to still visit his people you see God created man in his own image and in his own likeness man were not sinful people man carried the grace of God men carried the glory of God men carried the, the, the likeness, what God is was what man was man was having the image of God as a matter of fact, when you see man you see God, so anytime time God used to come and visit man God used to come and, 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 and come and have near with men but a time came that men gave their dominion their authority, their power and, and, and the grace that God gave to men men gave it back to Satan and God had to take that dominion back so when men lost that dominion, when men lost the glory, the Bible says that for all have sinned. And the all here, it's not, it's, it's, not, it's not that we were part of the sin because we have, the, we have, the, we have the, the ultimate sin. And that is the sin that Adam committed. But the reason all have sinned is that all human race came through Adam. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Every human being that was kept on the surface of the earth came through Adam, except Jesus. Every human being came to this earth through a sperm of a man into the, into the fallopian tube of a woman and it fertilizes with the egg and it creates human being in the womb of the woman. And at the end of nine months the human being comes out. So every human being that is walking on the surface of the earth is as a result of amalgamation of a man and a woman coming together so anytime that those things happen we are going through the natural process of giving birth and as you go through the natural process of giving birth you are going through the atomic kind of life you are going through the atomic nature and for that matter every human being that will come through that will come to this earth through this same natural process came as a result of a sin so the bible says that we are all sin we are all sinners not because we sinned when you give birth to a child today, that child is a sinner, not because he has committed a sin, but because he is coming from a nature, he is coming from a lineage that is sinful. So God looked at us from heaven, and God said, "That no, I must do something about this sinful nature of man." I must do something. Because God was looking for goats to cleanse the sins of men. The Bible says that goats couldn't cleanse the sins of men. The blood of goats, the blood of sheep, the blood of cattle, the blood of cow, all kinds of animals were being sacrificed on the altar. Yet their blood couldn't cleanse. sins of men. God was looking for men to send. As I'm speaking to you now, God is looking for somebody to send. There is somebody sitting somewhere drinking beer. There is somebody sitting somewhere smoking weed. There is somebody standing somewhere as a prostitute. And God is still looking for a man. Say, looking for a man. Yeah. Just as some years, some years ago, some decades ago, centuries ago, God was looking for somebody to send. He said, I look for a man. I sought for a man. Ezekiel 22. To stand in the gap. God didn't find anyone. God is still looking for a man. And God looked on the surface of the earth, and He couldn't get any man to come and die for men so god had to come himself god has to god had to step out of the spirit and enter into the natural so that he can he can save the sins of men so the bible says that and for all have saved all of us have saved all of us have saved and when we sinned, there was nothing that worked that was, that was able to cleanse us from our sin. It took only the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the blood. I said thank God for the blood. I said thank God for the blood. I said thank God for the blood. All have sinned. The blood of God couldn't heal us. The blood of cow couldn't heal us. The, the, when you go to the Old Testament, they were using all manner of sacrifices to, 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 to purge the sins of men yet they were sinning all the time yet they were sinning all the time so god has to step out of time and come in time and come and save man from their sins i pray for you if only you go through the radical radical new birth you'll see the glory of god in your life i said you'll see the glory of god in your life i said you'll see the glory of god in your life so god has from time, he had to come out of eternity and step into time. I beg your pardon. And when he stepped into time, his name was called Jesus. And he came as a man of revival. Jesus said, "I have come to 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 I have come to save them that are lost." He said, "The Son of Man came to seek and to save." The Son of Man came to bring. Revival. He said, I came as a fire, but already I see the fire being kindled. So Jesus Christ came. Not to pamper people. He came to make sure that anyone who is not revived. What is revival? Reviver is to live again. Reviver comes from two Latin words, re and vive. The vive means to live and re means again. So Jesus came so that the people that were living yet dead. Anytime there is a revival, it means that the people that are yearning for the revival, they were living and had died. And for that matter, they need somebody to rekindle their spirit again. And this morning I pray to God that anyone here yearning for revival, anyone here yearning for the grace of God, anyone here yearning for the power of God, may God revive you once again. I said, may God revive you once again. I said, may God revive you once again. If you believe a shout, revival. So man and fall short of the glory of God. And believe you me, if you are a human being and you fall short of God's glory, there is nothing you can do on earth and it will satisfy you. Because when God created man, God put something in the heart of men, And that is there. It is only God that can fill that vacuum. That vacuum is always empty. You can get all money that you want to get on earth. You can get all the cars that you want to get, all the sophisticated places on this earth. You can go to anywhere on this earth. Yet there, is, there will be a vacuum in your heart. And that vacuum can only be filled by God. And that is the reason why he came down on earth in Luke chapter 4. Verse number 18, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. At that time, God has energized him, initiated him for the work of the revival. And Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And he has anointed me to preach the gospel. Every revival is and for that matter as you receive the spirit of revival may you become a carrier of God's word may you become a preacher of God's word I said may you become the uh, the bible says that how beautiful are the feet uh, of them that bring the good news uh. may your feet be beautiful uh, because you are ready to minister the word uh. may your feet be beautiful uh. the bible said uh, jeremiah said i determined not to preach the word again uh, but the word was shut up in my post uh, uh, and i couldn't word. You may not get a word to do, but there will be fire in your bones to preach the word. You may not have a woman to marry, but because you have encountered the spirit of revival, you cannot sit until you preach. Paul said, necessity is laid upon me and war unto me if I preach not the gospel. I declare upon somebody's life this morning, that may you encounter the fire of revival. I said, may you encounter the Fire of revival. Uh, and Jesus said, uh, I have been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. Uh, and to send, I have been sent uh, to heal the brokenhearted, uh, to proclaim liberty to them that are captive. Uh, anyone here under the bondage of Satan, uh, I declare, I declare release upon your life. Uh, I said, I declare release upon your life. Uh, I said. declare release upon your life uh, anyone here that Satan has encapsulated you, uh, I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost uh, and by the motion of our Lord Jesus uh, that may you be set free uh, I said may you be set free uh, any spirit that comes in your dream and come and have sex with you uh, I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost uh, that it is broken from today uh, I said it is broken from today uh, any demon that takes your money uh, and you work, yes you cannot steal the money that you are getting. I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost, may you be delivered from that captivity. I said, May you be delivered from that captivity. He said, Heal the broken heart. Anyone here that your heart is broken, I bring the good news unto you. May that good news heal your broken heart. Any heart that is started, any heart that is broken, any heart that is thwarted, I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost, may you can't see well the reason I, can, I know that you can't see well is that you married somebody and now you think that you married the wrong person you entered into a business and now you think you have entered into a wrong business you you, you call for a friend into your life and now you have realized that the friend that you call your friend is more due to your life than good to your life so I came like to restore the sight of them that are blind. Anyone here that you have made a wrong decision in life, it means that before that decision you were blind. Before that decision you were blind. But I declare upon your life, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Any blind eyes, may it be open. Any blind eyes, may it be open. I say, any blind eyes, may it be open. Anyone that your eyes is blind. How can a blind man leave a blind man? You are married as a woman who is blind. And your husband is also blind. You are working in an institution that your boss is blind. It doesn't matter how light you have as a subordinator. The, the boss will lead you to a Teacher, but I declare upon your life that as you live here, may you go and radiate the light of God. May the light of God be radiant through your life. That you will enter into your workplace and the grace of a new will cause your boss to make you a leader of the company. I see somebody becoming the ruler of that business. I see that somebody becoming a, 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 a Joseph in that company. There were more slaves and more laborers there, yet as he entered, he was made the captain of all the slaves. May you become the captain of all the workers. And may you become the captain of that business. May you become the captain of that worker. And to set at liberty those that are oppressed. To set at liberty. There are so many of you here You are oppressed. Satan is oppressing your life with sickness. Satan is oppressing your life with all manner of things. Satan is oppressing your life. How can a child of God apply for a work? And for so many years, you can't get a work to do. How can a child of God marry for 10 years, five years, six years, and you are still crying for a child? How can a child of God enter into a relationship and the husband will start to beat the wife? How can it help you? No, 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 no. It means that that person must be what? M- must be set at liberty that person must be set free I pray to God that anyone that Satan is oppressing her, may the Lord set you free this morning I said may the Lord set you free this morning I said may the Lord set you free this morning I said may the Lord set you free this morning if you believe a shout, I am being set free being and verse 19 he said and to proclaim the acceptable year. Say acceptable year. Say acceptable year. Do you know acceptable year? Acceptable year is the year that God permits that things should happen in the life of His children. So, when was the acceptable year? The acceptable year was when Jesus Christ went to the cross and went to the grave and rose from the grave. When He rose from the grave and and He started saying it is finished, it means that the acceptable year started. So, as you are sitting there, You that oh when are you getting married and you say that i am waiting on the lord god is also waiting on you because he has already proclaimed the acceptable year when i meet you and i ask you when are you starting the business and you tell me i am waiting on god god is also waiting on you because the acceptable year has been proclaimed when is the acceptable year the acceptable year is now when should you get the child now when should you get your healing? Now. When should you get your marriage? Now. When should you travel? Now. Anything that you are waiting for, the time is now. It is now or never. It is now or never. You must believe on, on this prophetic word and move with it and start in the gap of prayer and say that God, the acceptable year is now. Until I see change, I will not sit down by The Bible says that anyone who sits in Zion should not satisfy. It is only 21st century Christians that sit in Zion, yet they are always quiet. No, if you sit in Zion you can't be quiet. Because in Zion, there are people that will try to infringe your rights. And if they right, try to infringe your rights, you need to you need to be You need to be I heard yesterday from Dr. Polinichi, he said in life, if you don't attack if you don't become violent and take what is be- what belongs to you, but instead that we don't negotiate with Satan. Anytime you try to negotiate with Satan, you are aiding him to take what belongs to you from you. The thing belongs to you, but because you have gone to a negotiation table with Satan, he knows that you don't know your rights, so he also tells you that he can't give it to you. But I pray to God anything that God has given to you may you take it now. I said, may you take that business now. I said, may you take that marriage now. As revival hates your spirit, may anything that God has lovingly given to you may you receive it now. May that building be completed now. May that marriage be completed now. May that business be completed now. May that visa be received now. May that thing that you are trusting God, for, may you receive it now if you believe the shout i am receiving it now now. if you believe a shout i am taking it now now. Revival. so when revival hit a place when revival hit a place the first thing that you know is that when revival hits people they will now get back to connect to god when revival hits people they will leave the place that they are, and they will go back to God and reconnect back to God. When Jesus stepped on the surface of the earth, everyone was trying to move towards the direction. When John the Baptist hit the surface of the earth, the Bible says that people will leave Jerusalem and go to the desert just to listen to John. And that was what happened to Jesus. Jesus will go and preach in the desert, desolate place. Yet people will move from the city and come back to him. One time a guy came and said, we, we came to see Jesus. He met Philip and he said, we came to meet Jesus. May somebody who came to meet Jesus find Jesus this morning. Anyone who came to reconnect back to Jesus, may you be reconnected. I said, may you be reconnected. I said, may you be reconnected. Matthew chapter 5 verse 6, he said, They that are hungry for righteousness, they shall be filled." How much hunger are you? Are you hungry for the Spirit? Are you hungry for the taste of God? Anyone who is hungry will be filled. Anyone who is hungry. If you are hungry for the Spirit, the Spirit will fill you. If you are hungry for the grace of God, the grace of God will come upon your life. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness. How, how, how hungry are you? How hungry are you? God is not looking for people that are gifted. He's looking for people that are prepared. How prepared are you? There are so many vessels in the church, yet those vessels are, they look like empty vessels. Paul said, in every great house there are not only the vessels of gold and of silver, but you also have the vessels of wood and of hay, some to honor and some to dishonor. Ask yourself, you are a vessel in the house of God, are you in the house to honor God or to dishonor God? Because there are so many people in church, they are vessels of dishonor, because God cannot use them for anything. i pray that as you encounter revival may you be useful in the hands of god i said may you be useful in the hands of god i said may you be useful in the hands of god if you believe a shout i will be useful say i will be useful say i will be useful useful. you see anytime that revival hits a place people connect back to god and they forsake the world first john chapter 2 verse 15 he said that love not the world Not the things of the world. Anyone who loves the world is an enemy to God. Anytime people become so sophisticated with the things of this world and they reject God, there are so many of you here. When your fool leaves you one day, you will forsake. When your fool leaves you one day, you will forsake because your life is being hinged on your phone. You have created a life around you, and that life is a life of a form. If you don't watch up one day, you feel bored. But if you don't read your Bible one day, you are okay. You are backsliding. I pray that we will revive you. If you don't go on Facebook one day, you can't feel okay. Yet, that same person, if he doesn't read the Bible, he doesn't feel any emergency. There is a state of emergency if you fail to read the Bible but you are okay in Whatsapp, in Instagram, in TikTok, and uh, and tampering. You are okay to do all these things, yet when you are not reading the word of God, you are not okay. Ah, Do not love the world, brother, and do not love the things of this world, because anyone who loves the world is an enemy to God. Next verse, look at what he's saying. He said, anyone who loves the world is an enemy to God. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the last of the flesh and the last of the eye, The prime of life is not of the father but of what? The world there is not the people that we see. The world there, the Greek word is cosmos. Cosmos is the system, the system that runs the world. One of the system is that if you're a young guy and you, are not, you don't have a work to do, you can take super as your work and get money from super and live okay. But I'm telling you, that is the system of this world. If you are going through this system, you are an enemy to God. It doesn't matter how sin, how, how, how gifted you are and how much you use your gift in church. If you follow the system of this world, you are an enemy to God. I pray that may God heal somebody from the system of this world. I said, may God heal somebody from the system of this world. You are married, yet you are cheating on your wife. You are going through the system of this world. You are in a business. You are stealing from that company. You are going through the system of this world, and anyone who runs through the system of this world is an enemy to God. And I pray that as we go through the season of revival, may God revive you from that waste. I said, may God revive you from that waste. I said, may God revive you from that calamity. If you believe it, south I believe it. If you believe it, south, I believe it. Secondly, when revival hits a place after they have been reconnected back to God, God moves them. When revival hits a place, men move from darkness into light. When revival hits a place, men move from what darkness into light. They move from death to life. Darkness. The Bible says in, in in First Peter. First Peter says that First Peter two chapter nine. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9, First Peter chapter 2 verse 9, he said that for ye are a chosen generation, a royal heart, priesthood, a holy nation, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, that you may proclaim the praises of him. Who called you out of where? Out of where? Out of where? So when God wanted to revive you, He called you out of darkness and brought you into His marvelous light. I pray for somebody this morning. May any darkness surrounding your life, huh? may the light of the gospel break light unto you. I said, may the light of the gospel bring light unto you. As you receive the word of God, it is the light of God. Huh? And marriage may it lighten it every darkness in your relationship may it lighten it every darkness in your finances may the lord bring light any sickness sickness is darkness sin is darkness and anything that is contrary to the word of god is darkness and i declare upon you this morning that may you receive the light of god and may you receive the light of god may you receive the light of god God, we have been migrated from the kingdom of darkness into a fabulous light. I pray for you that may the light bring you whatever you need. When you are in the light, you don't negotiate with Satan, you command and you take. Last time I was with Reverend Elvis, and he was making some decree. And I asked him, Papa, why do you make such decrees? And he said, Eric, in this kingdom, if you know who you are and you are talking to your father in heaven, you don't talk to him as a beggar, you talk to him as somebody who knows his rights, and for that matter you take it from him. So, whenever you are praying, you you declare it as if you know what you are doing. The same way when you meet Satan, you don't negotiate you command him to give you what belongs to you. And for that matter, I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost any pot that the blessings of people in your family is hidden in, I command Satan to release that blessing. I command Satan to release that blessing. I command Satan to release that blessing. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. I believe it. So you see, anytime time that people of God Are not revived. They are in darkness. And God is not experienced in darkness. Listen to me. God can do all things. But there are certain things, it's not his nature. So, though he is able to do all things, but he can't do that. God cannot sin because that is not his nature. God is not experienced in darkness. So, there are Christians that are wallowing in darkness. And they are trusting God for God's blessing you are sleeping with a woman you are not married to and you are praying that God should bring you a breakthrough as you are not married to that woman and you are sleeping with her you are in darkness already so even if God dispatch an angel to break that blessing because you are in darkness the angel will come and the angel is also an angel of light so when he comes and you are in darkness he will not find you so you go back with a blessing So there are Christians praying every day. They are born again, but they are wallowing themselves in a certain kind of life. And for that matter, that life is preventing them from receiving from the Lord. It is preventing them. Revival comes and hits people and moves them from darkness to light. It moves them from death to light. Before Jesus came, every human being was dead, yet we were alive. Adam, God said the day that you eat this fruit, you will die. Then Adam dies physically. No, but spiritually he was dead. So before Jesus came, every human being that was walking on the surface of the earth, they were all dead. Yet working. There are people in life, and you know, they have, they have done this barrier in the spiritual. realm. Some, of, some people, they have been buried in the spirit realm, waiting for the manifestation. So, if you catch them and they die, they will say, You are, you are the one who has So, Jesus came and he said, Through baptism, anyone who believes in me and will be baptized, that person died with me
0: and has resurrected
1: with me. So, anytime you go through the baptism experience, you have been delivered from the kingdom of death into the kingdom of his life. May God give you that life of our Lord Jesus. As you go through the baptism, may you be delivered from death to light. I said, may you be delivered from death to light. I said, may you be delivered from death to light. If you believe sound, I believe it. If you believe shout, I believe it. If you believe shout, I, I, I believe it. I believe it. And tell me, when revival hits a place, men began to adapt the nature of God so first, when revival hit a place, people or men begin to reconnect back to God secondly, when revival hit a place, men begin to what? begin to move from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light and they move from the kingdom of death into the kingdom of what? life, and thirdly when revival hit a place people begin to adapt Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Look at what Paul said. People begin to adapt the nature of God. Because you see, ideally we are supposed to look like God. Every human being is supposed to look like God because we were created in His image and His likeness. But you know what happened. When God created man, we call it formation. When God formed man out of dust, we were formed. So that that point, we have the cycle of life. We have the cycle of life. And the first cycle of life is that God formed man. And it is called what? Formation. Say formation. Say formation.
0: So when God
1: formed man, man became a living what? Soul. Say living soul. Living say, say living soul. When man became living soul, Satan came to tempt man and man fell to the. formation to deformation. So as a result of sin, we move from formation, how God formed us, to have dominion, to deformation. Our lives now became deformed. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? So when we were deformed, Jesus had to come to reform us. So we call it a reformation. One of the reformers of church history is Martin Luther. Martin Luther came as a reformer. John Wesley came as a reformer. Jonathan Edwards in England, he came as a reformer. Smith Wigglesworth, they were all revivalists and reformers. So when men were formed and we became deformed, Jesus had to come and do what? Reform us. After Jesus reforming us, the Holy Spirit also came to transform us. Are you listening to me? So from from formation to deformation to reformation to transformation and the last one is confirmation. Conformation. Conform. So we, you see, the first case God created us in His image and in His likeness, two of us. So we were looking like God and we fell short the glory. So the way we were looking like God went off because we have been deformed. Are you listening to me? When your car gets an accident, the car is deformed from the original nature that the company made. So when we were deformed, Jesus came to do what? To do reformation, to reform us then the Holy Spirit transform us. And that transformation is always ongoing. Some of you, your heart, you can't, you can't be humble. So anytime you listen to the word of God and it's teaching you how to be humble, you are being transformed. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? If Romans chapter 12, verse number 1 and 2. What, is, what does it say? Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, Brethren, by the message of God, that you are you present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable what? Sacrifice or service. And the verse says that do not be conformed to this world. The world is already just. Are you listening to me? So the world is already judged. So anyone who becomes the friend of the world is also working in the same judgment that the world has been has been judged. So do not be conformed to this world, but be ye what transformed by the renewing of what. And who does that? It is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit brings what we call transformation. So as you transform, as you transform, as you transform, you now become what conformed. Romans chapter 8, verse number 29. Romans chapter 8, verse number 29. He said, For days that he foreknew, he also pretended that they may, they, may, they may conform to the image of his son. They may conform. So the ultimate purpose of God is that every child of God at the end of your service on earth, when you stand before Jesus, Jesus will see you as him. The Bible says that as he is. So are we here on earth? So when we stand before Jesus, Jesus didn't say you are you are No, Jesus will see you as Himself. For He that for day that He foreknew, He also predestined that they may be conformed to the image of their Father. No, anytime people see you and they say that, ah this guy he looks like his father, you are failed. You shouldn't look like your father. You should look like your Heavenly. Father, you should look like Jesus when he walks on earth. Are you listening to me? So Paul said in Galatians 2 20. He says, listen to what Paul said. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Our last verse. Let's read what you go. For I have been what? Crucified with who? With Christ. It is no longer I who live. But who is living? But Christ, Christ lives in me. Let's watch here. What he's saying is that initially he was living a deformation life. Are you listening to me? He was living a deformation life. And he repented from that deformation life. And he now put on the life of Christ. And when he put on the life of Christ, now what he's saying is that it is no more him poor who is living. Any Christian who always says that, oh, this is how I feel, and this is what I want to do. You have failed. Because when you become born again, you don't do what you feel, you do what you wish. Are you listening to me? When you become born again, you don't do what you think you, you your, your feelings. Who you feelings? in sin, you want to be breaking your heart. Who feelings? in sin, you, you want to start business with somebody, and that person cheated you run away with huge sum of money it's because of your feelings there are so many Christians that are living by their feelings Anytime you live by your feelings you will die by your feelings he like, said, but Christ lived in me and the life which I live now was it there? the life I used to live there? no, he like said the life I live what? now, is what? in the flesh, It means that he is not dead he is still alive, the life I live in the flesh I live by what? By the faith in the Son of God God, who loved me and gave himself what? So Paul is saying that I am now living but the life I am living is not my own life. It is the life that Christ has what? Given to me. So if I want to marry a woman and Christ said this woman will not end you at where I want you to go. I must give in. If I want to go into a a business and Christ said this business though it looks lucrative but don't adventure And you say, I will venture, you will die one day. If you want to do something, and Christ said, this thing that you want to do, it will not end you well. And you stop, you know what you are doing, you are now beginning to adapt his nature. You are now beginning to live like he he was living. Are you listening to me? So anytime revival hits a place, people get connected back to God. People move from darkness. Who move or When you see people sinning, you become angry, not because of the people, but because of the devil behind that what? activity. When you see people walking in darkness, you become angry. That is a child who has moved from the kingdom of darkness. You said you have moved from kingdom of darkness to light, and people tell you challenge here discover said talent. Show me, link, you know, <name.LP2> horse you say. Show me horse you say. how do you, how do you call it? Horse. Show me the horse. Which one I can, I can. That devil is a bastard. May God deliver you from that horse. Yeah. I said, may God deliver you from that horse. I said, may God deliver you from that horse. When you become born again, you move from the kingdom of darkness. And enter into the light. May that light shine upon your life. May that light shine upon your life. And you begin to adapt the nature of God. From today, may you adapt to the nature of God. Rise on your feet. From today, may you adapt to the nature of God. May you adapt to the nature of God. May you adapt to the nature of God. Lift up your right hand, rise on your feet. Thank you, Jesus.
0: God richly bless you for listening to his message. Visit Pastor Eric podcast on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe to his podcast to receive new messages every single time. And remember, God will never leave you nor forsake you because you are the apple of his eyes. For more information about God's servant Eric Barton, prayers and counseling, you can contact us on 0246721. Two nine zero. You can also email us on Otibuati at gmail.com. God will richly bless you.